0: Hey guys, this is Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore. For those of you who love QF, a podcast about Howard Stern and would like to donate some money, there's two ways now you can do it. Uh, You can join our Patreon page, which is listed in the graphic you're seeing now. But also, if you'd rather not do a subscription-based thing, even if it's a buck a month or what have you, uh, you can use our PayPal account, which would be jimfix76 at gmail.com. And you can... Donate whatever you like, however you like. Uh, one of those two ways, and we'd more than appreciate it if you'd like to do so. Thank you very much.
1: Would you sure. pretend that I am Bahati? <laughs> sitting here. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's hot in the garage. I'm wearing a bra top. I okay. got my, and I only have panties on. I'm being honest. Can you go it's a little really slower? Just awesome. <laughs> talk about it. Do you have underwear on under that robe?
2: I do. That's all I have on, though. Oh, my God.
1: Um, so (laughs) you're in your garage. You're in your garage. Bahati is, uh, I'm Bahati. Leave it alone. You know what? You're doing just fine. I I should only look like you. All right. So I'm Bahati. We're in the garage. I'm bathed. I'm moisturized. I've completely shaven for you. And I'm sitting here listening to my husband. (laughs) I've had dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Donald many times. Not at the same table. But he would come over. He would give me a tour of Maralag. I, I, I've been there. I told you, it's like heaven. Oh, it's hot. It's burned my mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, dry oatmeal. Uh, I need w- what? Oh, on it. Where you could just put them in your ear and like they'd be Bluetooth or something.
3: Because I need. The, I can't even afford to buy socks anymore. You
1: know. No. Yeah well all right well hey yeah. i'm glad to hear you're doing okay and uh i had my routine and the days go so fast because i just sit in my room and entertain myself like when i was a little boy time means nothing yeah no such thing as time <laughs> if i didn't have to shower and eat i'd just sit in that room I'm yeah, telling you, I, it's that it's that, that narcissism where you think the whole world revolves around you and you're entitled to do whatever you want. But you know, when you're a football player and you're used to being catered to and you're the most famous football player in the world, you can get caught up in that. And then when your wife says, "Hey, you know, you need to take the garbage out and drive the kids to school," you get resentful and you go, "Don't you know who I am?" You know? I can't get that image of your dad playing piano with you on your with with you on his lap. It's just. Uh, I don't usually feel stuff, so
0: this never happens to me. <laughs> um. Hey, QFers, we just want to give a special shout out, special honorable mention to one of our very own, John Morelli, whose pictures you're going to see in the form of a slideshow, a uh, sort of rotating slideshow uh, throughout this video. He was at the Ritz. He happened to be at the Ritz actually, and he had a, his SLR with him with a telezoom. Uh, lens And I'm sure back in those days, it was, you know, not an easy thing to cart around. So I'm not sure what the aperture was for all the tech heads, but it looks like he had a pretty fast, uh, like at least a uh, f2.8 stop lens. And it the pictures are fantastic. They're really, really good. And um, we thank you so much, sir. They really add a lot to um, color some of what was in part one and certainly what's going to be in part two and part three. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore Fingers. With me, of course, is Sam once again.
4: Hi, guys.
0: And Dennis is here to help us finish off the beast. Welcome, Dennis. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. We're not even going to waste your time, guys, and we're going to jump right back into part two. So we hope you enjoy the rest of this shit fest.
2: I hate this fucking guy, man. I really do. And he puts his hand in again, man.
5: He's
0: pulling out all kinds of shit. Fucking Yoko's glasses are in there. <laughs> He's got such a bug up his ass about Yoko because that's that's he does have that narrow focus, like whatever's in his mind that moment, he'll he'll run it into the ground as Dennis said in the last episode, the first half. Off, yeah.
4: off, off the cuff stern is always the same reference as Yoko, Brad Pitt. It's just, it's insane He knows nothing
0: Right Dennis?
3: The incubus is John Hayes
0: John Hayes, yep
3: John P. Hayes, or as Stern used to call him John Penis Hayes mm-hmm. So we even get a rib into him <laughs> Color me surprised
0: This goes back to Dick The fuck
2: else is in here Everything your wife ever used to masturbate with a Motherfucking zucchini A carrot Hey, what the hell is this turkey
0: doing in here? Though? I thought I ate that for dinner. Come back. <laughs> I love Sam's reactions when she's hearing this. Go ahead, Sam.
4: It's just so unfunny and awfully viscerally terrible. I hate it. <laughs> it's um awful. De- Dennis? So but oh, wait, sorry, I sorry. was just gonna say the zucchini did Robin steal her masturbation with vegetables story from this act? <laughs>
0: you know what um
4: i mean that's kind of odd
0: well is is it i don't know there might be a, a lot more women to use cucumbers and pickles i don't know <laughs> anything phallic
4: did she um, like take this idea was she like running with this after i need a revelation oh, who knows remember that time we had a big vagina on stage and pulled vegetables out of it
0: that's as good a theory as any i've ever heard um dennis
3: The education of robin here we found its genesis um (laughs) i don't like prop comics i don't know about you guys but i find that like really a cheap way to get laughs i do too it's so it's so i don't want to say unintelligent but it's just so base. yeah carnival bar yeah like a like a carnival thing and And yeah, the Yoko thing, yeah, he harped on that, you know, with the guy who broke Omar, the guy who broke into Yoko's apartment, who was Mm -hmm. a very, very frequent guest on the show. Yeah, he just sits on something and lets it go on and on and on and doesn't know when to say stop.
0: No, as I said before, no editor and nobody in his life willing to tell him this is shit. Let's just not do this. Uh, Because if it's not censors, it's not going to be anybody within the staff to say, No, let's add it. Let's have some quality control here. I don't think this is funny. What do you think? No, I don't think it's funny either. And there's no consensus. Whatever the boss wants, that's what they're getting. Sam.
4: Also think about that. The way he harps on the Yoko Omar story Mm -hmm. and drives that, you know, to the ground. Right. I think about the break-in story with Carson in the Henry Bushkin book. How fucking amazing was that mm-hmm. story? And it was mm-hmm. told in that book, and he did it for a couple radio radio interviews, and it's one of the greatest stories to this day I yeah. have ever heard. Right. And this is how Stern could turn something possibly interesting to shit.
0: Right because he 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 seems to think it's like not even uh, a great expression used uh, Dennis in the first episode tempest in a teacup it, whatever it is that's minute he'll blow it up into something but he doesn't realize it doesn't sustain it really is like having one note joke and there is no joke in this case it's not even a note it's like the, the piano strings are cut <laughs> so let's keep going
2: hey so that's where that other sock went I was looking for that thing. Let's see what else is in here. Oh, what kind of shit?
5: Jim Car.
2: Plates. No, right Rick Nelson's been here. Somebody's free basin. St. Paulie Girl beer. What the fuck is that? And why is it three dollars?
0: Okay, Dennis.
3: Rick Nelson died in a plane crash. That's right. In the early '80s, I think. Right. The rumor was that he was freebasing at -hmm. the time, and the plane Mm -hmm. caught on fire. Turned out to be just the rumor. The engine Mm -hmm. caught on fire on something. But why would you bring that up? I mean, it had been out of the news for years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you you accusing him of being not
3: timely, (laughs) Dennis? I mean, and you know, let's face it. I mean. I don't think Stern talked about Ricky Nelson that much. God, no. Sam?
4: I'm ready for him to be like, we found Jimmy Hoffa in my wife's vagina on stage. Congrats. (laughs)
0: Congrats. <laughs> well, just recently—just recently when they got re-signed. What was the two? He 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 quite compared, uh, Robin and himself to these old re- like these seventies references, like Squeaky Frome and, uh, like yeah, that's so <laughs> Captain <timely>. Antioneal. <laughs> he Von kept bringing
4: up Gilligan's Island. Like, okay, she died. Why right. are you talking about it for three weeks? You tell me.
2: Wait a second. And then the big moment. <laughs> Son! Oh, whatever the fuck you are, <laughs> Gary. There's a fucking mess on this stage, and I'm very upset. <laughs>
0: So we're gonna hear the the uh, ta- 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 tarantella again, Sam.
4: I've seen middle school talent shows that have gotten
0: better crowd
4: reactions and genuine laughs. This mm-hmm. is this is so bad. Fuck.
0: Well, uh, Dennis, I meant to ask you. This was two thirteen eighty six. Um. So middle of the month. Do you imagine that <laughs> the shows, any shows that they did subsequent to this, could have been any better? no (laughs) i don't think this is the
3: apotheosis by any means i just (laughs) i just i just think they're all they're all pretty poor um yeah it's you know what you notice nobody's laughing it's just this kind of guffaw that is constantly going through as he talks that's right like there's no rising and falling when somebody tells a joke Mm-hmm.
4: I hate I hate when he's like Hello. he has this like voice like this all of a sudden it's like it's just, it's just like... so unnatural and awkward. I have to ask, what is worse, this or the current show?
0: Uh, there's no difference in my opinion because you can polish the turd. This is the turd unpolished. You polish the turd, and that's what the show is now, and it's more structured, but it's no funnier. As far as so I this can is tell.
4: like diarrhea, but this is like a giant, you know, less messy
3: shit.
0: They're right, both sw- poo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate,
4: I, hate that. <laughs> I hate that reference.
3: Go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> One would think this is his first club show between right. getting fired from NBC. He put everything into it. He'd really think about it and plan. And it would be revolutionary and, and completely earth shattering. And this is what he comes up
0: with. Well again we we referenced it in the first half it, it, he has these standbys and when they don't work, he's kind of left for nothing. And so if you hear all those early TV shows, it's all about gay references. Ah, I'm a homosexual lover of so-and-so and I want to get with this guy and you have, you look really cute and, and then uh, molesting the male host. So it's, it's, um, he has an arsenal of like literally five things. And if any one of those five things doesn't work, he tries the next one. Then he tries them all. And when they all don't work, he's left with nothing. And this is why when we you talk about, People like uh, Benji, who wanted credit for ideas in the book, and uh, Jackie, who, you know, wanted more uh, notoriety for being the joke writer. He should have. Benji, and and if Benji was responsible for stuff on the show to make him funnier, he should have got credit. There's no, no harm in that.
4: No, that's why I kept saying to Jackie during the interview, you know, you're right in your initial... Your initial reaction to want more of something is the right reaction. That's don't, correct. Don't falter on that for one second because that's the lunacy part of this. It's not the initial response. You were correct. It's the mm-hmm. it's the half in, half out that you fucked up on. You should have went full tilt and realized what you were worth fully, completely.
0: Dennis, did you ever hear his uh, induction of... Um... Bon Jovi at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
3: I avoided that like the plague. (laughs) Do do you remember, by the way,
0: do you guys remember his, his feud with Bon Jovi? Oh, sure. They were supposed to come in and Sam was said, oh, he'll get them to come in. And they didn't actually. And hence the, the man dude fight, (laughs) the infamous, uh, you know, there was all of a sudden he was, uh, against Sam for a bit and of course Bon Jovi, but then they made up eventually.
3: Yeah, Bon Jovi became Bon Phony. That's right. And let's not well, even creative. talk about the latest. Let's not even talk about the latest appearance of Bon Jovi, where he kept saying how beautiful his son was. Oh, Jesus, that like was that. cringe. Um, but no, Fillmore, I didn't watch it. I couldn't stand it. And of course, he made a big think about it. I don't want to go. I want to stay home. I don't want to mm-hmm. go to Cleveland. Blah blah blah. And I recall he got really upset because they edited it because who are they to edit my speech? They did it for time. <laughs> Ostensibly, <laughs> but probably just bad stuff anyway,
0: it was horrible we 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 heard the the un somebody filmed it and then put it on YouTube. And the audio, of course, is a bit dodgy, of course, as you expect from a phone camera, but um and from far away in the acoustics. But he was completely unfunny, started to sing along. I'm surprised he didn't do the fucking name game. and that was him sort like some of it was planned, and the rest was off the cuff. And he thinks he can go off the cuff, but he can't. He just doesn't have the brain power for it, Sam
4: when that was first um, put on YouTube, I saw it on like a shaky camera footage on somebody's yeah. phone. Yeah. And somebody said, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> and they, they caught, they took down the channel for that person. I was yes. like, I was like, what they took down this channel because yes. the people in the audience were like, who is this guy? Who is that? Nobody even knew who the fuck Howard <laughs> Stern was.
0: Right. Well, and, and at this it I mean, like point, it was like young
4: kids though.
0: Yeah, who is this old fossil getting on there to waxing non-poetic about uh um about Bon Jovi, who, you know, anyway, we're not gonna discuss the merits of Bon Jovi, but anyway, let's keep going.
2: Twenty-eight thousand dollars a year.
0: I think that is correct. Twenty-seven <laughs> or twenty-eight thousand a year he was making his boy Gary, if I'm not mistaken, his first salary. What? Yeah. <laughs> so he just blurts out what Gary's making to a paying audience.
3: <laughs> I have an old episode where Gary complains he's not making enough money. This is on yeah. NBC. Sure. And Stern says he'll hire him as a helper for Allison. He'll come over, do housework, light You're, dusting yeah. and cooking. Was and it's serious? kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it's also kind of serious. I have it in the other room. And oh, it's wow. kind of like, you know, Al, he called her out. You know, how we can get in there. You know, do some cleaning and dusting for us. What do you think? She goes, yeah, that
0: might not be a bad idea." <laughs> True. <laughs> B- Bowie would look like Freddie Mercury in the uh, "I Want I Want to Break Free" video, <laughs>
3: <laughs> with all that bad, that bad bushy hair and that Big bad time. mustache. Yeah.
4: You know, like previously to apps, Howard is like the original take people who have. Pay them as little as possible to do all these haphazard things in his universe, like Ganji, sure. Ralph, mm-hmm. Gary. I mean, yeah. all these people, Grillo, all these people got these just tasks that they didn't sign up for for nothing.
0: Well, look who look who was in the show that called in or were fans of. So you just mentioned Ralph. Ronnie was a fan. He petitioned to work for Howard. Um, let's see. Will was also a fan. He was dying of cancer at the time. I seem to recall, um, surely another example, oh, and, and Richard Sal, these were all fans of the show. Even already was a fan of the show, even though he did have, he had more of a CV than just about everybody else, but he, he basically was was counting on, um, you're right. Fans to, for their love of the show, put up with a lot of shit. And Gary mentioned this on a wrap up show about, I don't know, during the serious first contract saying, uh, uh, um, NBC, and then K-Rock, WMBC, and then K-Rock later benefited from people's love of the show to pay them less. What he didn't right. want to say is Howard would not go to bat for us and make, give us more, get us more money. The way Gandolfini did for the cast of The Sopranos and et cetera. Yep. Yeah, Dennis?
3: Gary's predecessor was Boy Lee, Lee Davis, I think. Mm-hmm. I remember I have an episode somewhere where he sent them down to the pharmacy in 30 Rock to get herpes cream with a recorder to see them, to be outrageous um boyley quit he ended up being something like heavy in radio and they wanted to bring in somebody to replace him and they definitely said they they deliberately said they were going to lowball that person to pay him as little money as possible and wow. not as much as the person is they wanted to interview they wanted to bring on steven spielberg's son they're just talking oh, but Lord. the point is they wanted to hire boyley's replacement at a lower salary and somehow Gary got in there. So yeah, he's
0: always been doing this. And you know, the guy was making what two fifty k at WMBC, according to the Post article, the one that you mentioned in the aforementioned uh, the uh, cover shot of him and Allison. It says two hundred thousand, but we do know that from from the Colford book that it was four hundred thousand that he negotiated. Um, and th- so that at the time, though the Post wouldn't have known, and he wouldn't have wanted it publicized.
2: So anyway, and then if you want to bo- keep it in your pants, cocksucker, I'll bring Robin out when I want to. My fucking show, and I'll do it. So if it's a boy, you got to decide whether to circumcise or not. Whether to clean that thing at the.
0: Oh my god! This is like this is he revisits this with the Anderson Cooper interview from last year about I can't. He, sp- he spent a half hour talking about his son getting circumcised.
4: I can't survive this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't survive this.
3: It's a familiar trope he did on the show all the time. The same as getting sperm and putting in the centrifuge so he'd have yeah. a boy. Yeah. It's all, again, I think I talked about this in the last half film work. Mm-hmm. It's all stuff he said on the radio.
0: Yes. And then put in his book as well. I think in the first, in, at least in the first private parts book.
3: Yeah. So there's nothing new in here. There's nothing revelatory. It's all the same stuff. Right, he put zero effort into this show, he just walks through it. Yeah, now so, listen, yeah. I
4: became a fan in the 90s. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
4: how the hell did you become a fan when this was the material? Is what I want to know.
0: <laughs> well, the thing was, I, it wasn't the radio material, they couldn't do this. And is it uh, do you wonder if it's just a matter of okay, he knows now he can curse, so he's just sort of getting lost in it instead of you know. Because they had skits. They actually had to do work for the radio show back then.
3: Yeah, I think. Did you ever see the Underpants and Negligee Party? Yes. <laughs>
0: I've, okay, seen, I've seen it, for, not for a long time, but go ahead.
3: His first words when he comes out, he goes, this is great. This is fucking great. We can curse now.
0: So <laughs> cool, it's like,
3: it's like a parent has gone away on a trip for a vacation for a week, and now he can do whatever he wants. That's and exactly. I think I mentioned this too in the earlier part. In the beginning days, he wouldn't curse that much. He would yell at Ronnie, mm-hmm. "Watch the language, watch the language." But now he just says, "You know what? All those years, I'm just going to talk the way I want to
0: talk." Mm-hmm. Sam,
4: you know what's so weird about language like that? It's, I, because I swear a lot. It's just kind of in my vocabulary. It's part of. It, I don't, don't know. <laughs> it we just, have, it's we have how i talk it, are
0: you fucking kidding me <laughs> We're gonna make that <laughs> into a <your> shirt
4: <laughs> listen it's just really it's how i speak and so i don't language police like even my own daughter like i'm like i don't care what you say she chooses not to swear because she doesn't like it but mm. I'm not a language police. I'm like, that word is bad because people have said that's a bad word. I personally find it colorful and wonderful. (laughs) You, (laughs) you don't have to like it if you don't like it. That's fine. So I, you know, I watch it around her. She doesn't (laughs) like it. But I mean, he's acting like he's 11 at a slumber party and is like, fuck, shit, cunt, dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> calm down.
0: A, f- a friend of mine, he said, his parents had a, a swear jar when they were growing up. <laughs> they said oh, it, it, was full, it was full on Tuesday. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Put it in the stock market. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say, yeah. Magma out of there! That
2: shit? Now hold on, let me demonstrate.
0: And-
4: <laughs> oh my god. How are doing an asshole? And the crowd sounds like they're throwing beer bottles. It sounds like the end of a beer tent in a small town <laughs> where people are just <laughs> chucking empties at the band.
0: <laughs> there's a Canadian punk film called the last pogo that was filmed in like 1977 and the show got canceled early because all the, all the recording picks up at the end is guys throwing wooden chairs against <laughs> each other and smashing them. <laughs> I have to check that out. It's excellent. It's a classic bit of Canadian pop, uh, icon, uh, <laughs> icons in it and everything. It's fantastic. Anyway, anything,
4: wait, anything on SCTV?
0: Uh, maybe the queen haters. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Can you imagine if I was
2: really this big? I'd be warming this piece of shit right out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, three o'clock. <laughs> I have my foreskin cut off, so I don't know what it really looks like. That's just a good guess. Anybody here ever? Uh... Anybody got the foreskin on there? You? How do you clean that thing? A Q-tip or what? How about the first dude who ever got a circumcision, a Jewish guy named Abraham. He wanted a kid real bad. He was like 90 years old, the story goes. And his wife was like 105 and he wants a kid real bad. So he's praying to God like every day that he could have a kid. So God figures he'll fuck him up. He tells Abraham, go climb to the top of a mountain. if you want a child? Abraham says, okay, I can do that. I'm no schmuck. I'll climb to the top of a mountain. He climbs to the top of a mountain. And God tells him that he wants him. My son, I want you to cut off the tip of your (laughs) dick."
0: Go ahead, Sam. I'm (laughs) sorry. He sounds like George Carlin.
1: (laughs) I'm
4: sorry. I I have had religion class my whole life. Mm -hmm. I've been more engaged from a fucking, I don't know, 60-year-old nun telling mm. this story. than <laughs> this asshole. <laughs> what is this?
3: <laughs>
4: and by the way, it's wrong.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. I agree with Sam. I went to Catholic grade school, high school, and six years of college. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did feel more engrossed with him. He used to rank on Fred constantly because Frank, or Fred wasn't circumcised and he would mm-hmm. talk about how do you clean
0: it and it's unsafe and it always goes back to penises huh it's That's it's amazing nice. how so many years later he's still stuck on scat dicks uh p- pussies are uh, pussies smell women are dirty how do you clean that thing and assholes and, and dicks and male and just everything about the genitalia and it, even though but this is the thing when i go back to when i was 13 we were not obsessed. We would like, if we, we loved playboy and all those things and beaver hunt and, you know, <laughs> jugs and all these magazines. Yeah, absolutely. But when we were, we would do other things, it seems that he had like tunnel vision towards the same. Um, it never changed. And I, I've never, he's such a regressive, uh, phone, like unfunny shit. Sam.
4: Also too, like as a girl in high school that liked him, I remember thinking, like, this was before, like, I hit my, like, stride for, like, what I was going to look like and asked if I could get breast implants. Thank Christ I didn't because Mm -hmm. they ended up being not small. But it's like,
0: (laughs) you know what I mean?
4: It's like. He gave me that like every day about the, big boobs, big boobs, big the boobs, bad, huge the bad self boobs. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just it's just crazy what he was obsessed with. Meanwhile, imagine if I got giant fishbowl size cans because of this absolute closeted fuck <laughs> who doesn't even <laughs> like pussy.
0: You'd do a class action lawsuit. These pontoons fuck are, from yeah, him. <laughs> Dennis. Dr. Calabro, that that surgeon <laughs> for Philly
3: could do it, whoever that guy is. I for think yourself. I know I think I know someone who knows him actually. Oh wow. His, yeah. Give me a little bit of time. I thought of that. Today. We'll have to talk about that off mic. My- <laughs> because they said um,
0: one time on the show I don't mean to cut you off they were going they were they asked they asked the Howard tv guys do you think we could get Dr. Sal Calabra to give the girls one saline and one silicone implant to see what they would feel like I'm not Dr. Frankenstein I can't do that
3: yeah and I was just going to say remember Stern always talked about sword fights in yes. The locker room in the gym. Yep. And you know, you more to your point. When we were thirteen, the joke was, when we grew up, we wanted to be a photographer for Playboy, a, gynecologist. Or a gynecologist, right? Yeah, yeah same absolutely. thing. You're, you know, universal. Yep. We yep. never talked about this sort of stuff. He's talking about. Do you Not think I talked to my detail. friend Davey? Do you think I talked to my friend Davey? He lived four down, four doors down. Hey, Davey, you circumcised? <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> never. <enough. laughs> it would never happen. It's so well,
0: clinical. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might have asked your friends, like, how far they got and stuff like that, but th- you really wouldn't go, like, you, you wouldn't go into the clinical detail. Like, did she have a mole on her labia? Did she, and, you know, the, I, mean, I did, mean. you know, it, it, did
4: you imagine me asking, like, my friends, like, hey, look, now you have pubic hair, do you shave? I mean, <laughs> what? My friends would be like. You can sit in a different seat on the bus. What are you doing? Why are you asking me
2: that? This is weird. Wait a second, God. I'm gonna adopt. I'll get me a black baby, a Korean. Now just cut off the tip of your dick and your wife, Sarah. We'll have a baby. And the fucking guy was dumb enough to do it. Give me a knife. Let me show you what he did up there. Hey, what do you expect?
0: So he's going to perform, what, call, what is it called? What is it called? Well, like, you circumcision. Know, circumcision, but I thought there's a. Jewish, Briss? There's a, a bris? Oh, Briss. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, stupid of me. I forgot. Uh, so he's going to perform a mock Briss on stage. Okay. Um, so this we is have a prop a, act to kill all prop acts, I suppose.
4: I mean, he's making, pro, he's making Carrot Top look like Carlin. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. This is so embarrassing.
0: Right. Even like, it's not even if he had a puppet, puppet act, that would be all right. I mean, I find those hacky as well, but there's a certain kind of science to it, but this is just literally, what can I do to offend the audience? Who cares about entertaining them? Let's take the money and run. So those five buck cover charge, they all paid or whatever it was. I don't know that that was going straight into his pockets. I'm surprised if they didn't run out of the building when they were finished. Dennis
4: Kiwi. Oh yeah, oh, Dennis, go ahead.
3: Yeah. I like the Wayland Flowers and Madam. But, yes. You know, there is but there was a little bit of skill in that. It's not Absolutely. my thing, but but there is right. skill. But yeah, this is just no preparation, just whatever comes in his mouth. And you know So lazy. Uh, I don't go out at night to see a breast. Even a fake one. Uh,
4: you, know <laughs> certainly what I'm not, certainly, you Certainly know, not.
0: Certainly
4: not. <laughs> you're not running around town looking for brisses Br-
0: to crash. Briss tickets. <laughs> my scalpers.
4: Fucking briss crashers. Uh, <laughs> I. You know what? I was thinking Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. A lot of prop comedy I find that more entertaining than this. That
0: that was a brilliant show though. I mean, it was it was planned organized chaos.
4: Right. So if you're gonna do this kind of, you know, in your face props, like vaginas, cutting off dickheads, whatever, (laughs) like at least have some sort of semblance. I mean, if Pee-wee Herman can do it. Yeah. You're not better than Pee Wee Herman. Yet you're sitting here 10 years after this on the radio saying, I'm going to make a list of who are the best comics. Who's listening to you? Nobody should have been.
0: Oh, Goodbye.
4: Series XM, worst run company ever.
0: Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: <laughs> uh, two more. No more. This sounds Sorry. successful.
0: <laughs> hey, Kirk, Simon and Garfunkel, go ahead. The Sounds of Silence. I'm sure there's a, a sequel. The B side was The Sounds of Fumbling. Go ahead,
3: Dennis. I have this Three Stooges image where they played The Doctors, where you wear the fig around your head with the big mirror, yeah. and he has a saw with the fake brist that he's going to do. I mean, it must yes. be just so over the top. I, I can only imagine, because he's so baseless in his humor. Not baseless, filthy, just so <laughs> basic, that he would get one of those things like Curly would wear when they did the Calling Old Curse when they were veterinarians, in they short in 1934 or whenever it was. So
4: hello, yep. stupid. <laughs> oh my God.
0: I was going to say, hello, crickets, my old friends. <laughs> uh-huh. Anybody hungry?
2: <laughs> Too nutty. Too fucking nutty. Hey, I got a guy here with a uh, camera. Come on up here, sir. will take a bow. Black man working for me now. Look at him. Huh? Sir, sure no camera here. He's going to try and take pictures of me while we do this up so on. I don't know how it's going to work. Look at this motherfucking black guy, huh? Is he proud of this shit or what? Fucking guy wears it outside of his pants hanging over. White people and black people don't get along, sir, enough,
0: because you fucking guys brag so much with this. Is this flaccid or hard? Oh, okay. Oh, Sam. Sam.
4: I think we should have him on the view. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a, you know genius. He's, just close. <laughs> he's like a genius that nobody understands. I seriously, I I debate when I hear this. Who do I hate more? Him? Or the people that have enabled this mythology to Mm. continue. And I personally at this point hate the celebrities that have let this mythology continue. But it's these people who are in these places right now like Alec Baldwin. who, uh, How you say, uh, (laughs) fraud, grift wife. (laughs) And how you say, you know what I mean? So it's these people. They are all going down. And it's well, going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen, but I fucking hate anyone that promotes this evolved sense of self and he's a he was just a crazy man. No, he was right. a racist asshole who gay bashed.
0: Let's be but, honest. Right. And they pro- they propagated this the greatest interviewer of all time and the, the 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 great interview and the and the funny and stuff. But there's a very good reason why you never hear anything Past a certain point in the art history of Howard Stern, not history. I'm sorry, Memory Lane. If you still have a subscription, guys, people have been messaging me constantly over the last year saying, "Why don't they play, you know, the older stuff?" Because they would, they, <laughs> they can't. would have you. What are you because, kidding? Because <laughs> you would hold a light to what, how exactly how awful the current show is. That's the only reason they want you to think the show was born in 2013. Like that's that's it. Let I me mean, burn my two books, Dennis.
3: Yeah, about burning the books. You know, he said those books are no good. I want you to burn them. How about if he gives back the money? Exactly. He gives the money to charity that he made off all, all full of those books, right? Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. hear him doing that. I don't like phonies. I'm being Holden Caulfield, catcher, in a riot here. It's yeah. just so phony. It's just so fake I, and contrived. I, I, and that's what bothers me about this. It, it's just so unreal. You can't erase your past.
0: No. Did you? I don't know if you ever saw that Mike Douglas episode where Gene Simmons goes on from Kiss, and Tody Fields is is sitting <laughs> with Mike Douglas, and. It, it, he he's just going in the shtick and he goes, oh, I'm a devil, you I know, mean, I'm an agent of Satan, Blah. whatever. And then <laughs> Tony's just looking at him and she's getting laughs of deadpan. And then he goes, she goes, uh, wouldn't it be great if he was just under that makeup? He was just another Jewish boy from Queens or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, you should only know. And then she says, I do. You can't hide the hook.
3: <laughs> oh my god. God and bless Tony Fields.
0: She yeah, yeah. she was one of my favorites. She destroyed the God of Thunder <laughs> in, two lines.
4: in 2 seconds. That's as almost was, as good as slap with the Yamaka. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, and geez. she was Jewish. Before we get any complaints, guys, she was Jewish, so it's it's not it's not anti-Semitism. It might be self-loathing, but that's about she it. Was,
3: she was great. She was all Merv Griffin all the time when I was a kid. And yeah. I think she lost legs, too. She was really she, ill, but yeah. But she yeah. was a very, very funny lady, Tony Fields, God rest her soul.
0: So this is the way, that's the way I feel about, um, Howard when he gets found out with these, this is what we're doing. This is the whole purpose. Thank God Dennis was <laughs> sort of thank him, but we'll curse him as well for providing <laughs> this tape because you actually hear unfiltered bullshit. Howard, the same way Benjamin brilliantly put the t, uh, movie phone call, the, um, you know, the woman on the speaker masturbating to his sound of his voice and then the original one where he sounds like a billy goat braying into a <laughs> you know brain into nothing's a, a megaphone exactly and she goes, I don't nothing and nothing's really going on. And he goes, Well, didn't something happen to you? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, guys, he's just, you know, king of king of all fake media. Yeah. Right.
2: Last all right, why don't you go out in the audience, I'm gonna take my dick off. Does it hurt? Give it back we to Do a little line. impression for you first. Oh God. Got
5: the Super Bowl, Jim McMahon,
3: ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> what? So Jim McMahon is, if, if I'm not mistaken, was a black fellow, wasn't he?
3: Yes, and he okay. was a football
0: player. And he was a football yeah. player. For well, them, well,
4: think, what's yeah. the impression? Did he do something?
0: No, I mean he's talking to the black guy that he got had come up on stage, and so the first. Thing oh my he God! Did...
4: He's calling him Jim. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh <God.
0: laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sherman Hemsley. Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sonny Hostin from The View, and Whoopi, go yeah. fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or oh, yeah, I want to bring someone
5: out. We We <laughs>
2: What about the loves?
0: You know Mr. Blackswell? Now, this is a very old bit. Mr. Blackswell was one bit that he used to do in the uh, early days, isn't it, Dennis? Mr. Blackswell was a spoof of Mr. Blackwell, who famously came up
3: with his top 10 dressed people of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Howard played Mr. Blackswell, and Fred also played uh, Alec, an assistant of his, and it was totally gay and totally effeminate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it's like full of, this is going to be, please, I'm not a gay person against gay people, but this is what he would say. Like, Ooh, you excite me. You know, this gay sort of weird lispy sort of thing. It was always in his um, wheelhouse. That's,
4: that's offensive though. And he thinks like that's, he was bringing in culture. You were propagating a stereotype and treating them like. You treated gay people like I don't know carnival acts. Like here's the world's smallest horse and a gay person.
0: Sure, <laughs> there was no difference between the Whack Packers and somebody who was gay, like uh, Mark Harris and let's say, um, you know, Hank the Angry Dwarf, Angry the, the Angry Dwarf. Like they no, were, they got you know.
4: And one... and and so I w- I want to clear that up too for people because the people say on our show, are we for are are we against gays mm-hmm. not at all not one
3: bit i've yeah. had
4: relationships with women i have gay people in my family this is crazy like no we want to show you this is what he is he is not for gays he makes them right. look like freaks like this how he makes look let's have a black guy up and compare him to somebody <laughs> it's just like crazy
0: Right. We, 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 I, I, this is something uh, cause recently it came up on our channel and I've, it's, it, we should, I guess every so often, but a PSA for newer listeners, newer listeners. If, if you listen from the beginning, we've kind of already covered this, but basically we're, we're just, we're just mocking the fact that we think he's closeted and that he outed so many people over the years and said, you know, Rosie's gay and Ellen's gay and, you know, so-and-so's gay and Tom Cruise is gay. Well, he had to be careful. He had to dance around that one, but mm. he himself remains in that closet firmly and yet did, as Sam said, so many things to uh, propagate the idea that gays were weird, or that were you know he didn't do anything for gay rights except no. exploit them. No, uh, Dennis, Mr.
3: Blackswell and Max Maxwell, I think, was Fred's character. He would interview celebrities with those characterizations. Yeah. I was a big fan of Dick York, the second Darren of Bewitched. I interviewed him at TV Guide, and that's a whole other story years ago. The second he had Dick York. In- the sec oh no, the first Darren. Yeah, I, guess the first I wasn't Darren's that. Big good Darren. Of- Dick Dick Sargent was the other yeah. one. Yeah. Um and he did that whole routine with him. Remember Paul Winchell? He always talked about how Paul Winchell was his idol and he had a mm-hmm. Jerry Mahoney little card in his wallet. Yeah. I have a tape where he has Paul Winchell on the show and he's doing the character too. So, you know, these people are, are consenting to an interview and they have to deal with this crap. They're like, What the is mm-hmm. going on?
0: Yeah. It, it's like
3: it's like such a no respect thing to do to people, you know? And it's so stereotypical. And he actually had Mr. Blackwell on at one point. And to him, that was like getting the president, you know. He was so was, Mr. Blackwell is here today. Absolutely.
0: I'm sure of it. Sam?
4: And he was never on that list. So good job, Ralph.
0: <laughs> but, but Sam and you Sam, you were you were the one I think it brought it up when Tula, the transsexual, came on. Oh uh, yes. And,
4: I found he, a bunch of those clips.
0: Yes, and he he basically uh, he dressed in drag as if to mock her, which okay, you know, drag w- ended with like uh, Flip Wilson and Milton Berle before him as being funny, and it's really a one note gag. And then once you've done it, like, where's the jokes? Once you've dressed as a woman on on TV, like, what else is there? But that's to him, that's like, that's it. That's a sixty minute act that dressing up in drag. She, it, it's not she funny. Went,
4: uh, it went even worse than that because. He dressed like that, not only to mock her, Mm -hmm. but that was her comeback sort of after being outed as a transsexual. Mm -hmm. And instead of making it a serious topic of how she wanted to just discuss it and talk about her comeback, he actually dead stopped it. And she went back into hiding after that because it went so poorly because he talked Mm -hmm. about her dick as a sausage, and did you cut it off? Oh, I cut mine off. And he treated her like such shit. I I still, like I said, when we do these, I don't know who's supporting him, but if you are, you're on the wrong fucking side of history.
0: Oh, keep in mind, in the book he explains how she grabbed his dick and gave him a hard on, And he <laughs> said, I don't mind that, you're a guy. <laughs> I would. Oh like... <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. So, I mean, it it's it, the the signs are all there, guys. I'm sorry. You 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 decide what you like. Anyway, we we love the gay people. Although dad did say if I came home with a boyfriend, he'd put my head in the oven. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a very liberal I, in some ways.
4: Uh, I was uh <laughs> we had a party for my birthday and i was making out with a girl on the staircase and like dragging her up to my bedroom and i just remember like oh um what whoops <laughs> sorry <laughs> surprise <laughs>
1: <laughs> black will get out here you man
2: come here darling black will yeah out of the closet turn in black Will?
3: That's out of the closet we certain about, in black.
2: We did the What about Love song because we are very afraid of age. All gay people. Is anybody gay here? Anybody homo?
0: The guy on the mic is.
2: <laughs> no homo's here? Oh, here's a homo. There's one. Hi. Oh wait, you really are a homo, aren't you? Oh
4: Come my god. Up. Oh my god. This is right. so bad. Mm-hmm. This is so bad. Any, ho- any any homos out there so I could really be myself, but then make you seem like you're a piece of shit? Right. This is so fucking bad. I hate but, him.
0: But there was like a gay stoke, the legend of Tarzan, a leader of the gay apes or whatever. There was like, a, what was the other one? <laughs> Jesus, almost everything had a gay.
4: How t- are we so <laughs> blind?
0: Well. Um, God, when I started I hate myself I,
4: for not realizing this,
0: I didn't realize it until, um, it, it, it's well, it all kind of made sense once I started listening to the clips after the fact, but you you know, it was always that guy that was a little too, um, trying too hard to appear heterosexual. You're like, look how hot she is. Look how, and there was always, but thankfully, you know, it covered it up. Guys like Artie, guys like Jackie, who were just regular guys and heterosexual and then all the other people like gary and everybody else they were just fellas you know like a gang of guys so he he was able to cover in plain sight in my opinion also
4: too like i remember you know during these time periods media and men were also obsessed with women in a very different way that the, women were commented on in a different way than they are now like Certainly people were obsessed with Britney Spears' virginity or the Olsen twins or Christina Aguilera's. I mean, it was bizarre. They like There was grown men on MTV asking if you were a virgin, and the girl was like 16. That's like insane yeah. if you think about that now. That's mm-hmm. insane.
5: Mm-hmm. And
4: I just think, I don't know how that got started, but I definitely think Howard was a part of all these ridiculous I don't know, just pushing this.
0: Right, and a 60-something-year-old now sexualizing Millie Bobby Brown. I mean, Ugh. Ugh. Let's, let's not even get started. Dennis?
3: Yeah, and back then, you know, gays still had a rough time. All big time. Yeah. I mean, they always do, I think. And I had a friend, a really good friend I still have to this day, and he couldn't come out because he was afraid. Sure. And Stern is part of it. He doesn't talk like that way. And even if he talked like that way with Elizabeth, it doesn't matter. Right. He's creating this whole ethos that is so unhealthy. Right. And he, and he's laughing about it in the audience to Sam's point. The audience laughs so long.
0: Right. And right. he, he foisted the idea that he was gay rights and, but, it, but still in two books decided gay was a, a choice. It was not something that was biological. And, and, fly, you know, flies in the face of his bullshit now. But as late as 2003, I still have audio of him saying it's psychological the same way and OCD is, right. <laughs> you know, and, and all these uh, stuttering God. is. And, and I have he the has clip. a cure. Yeah. And so, I mean, this he was 51 at the time. This is an God. evolution. This is a, a, a carnival fucking huckster trying to sell you a car, like, a, a, poor, like a, a K car with a Porsche sticker on it telling you it's a Carrera. Um, uh, so, it's not it's nuts, Sam.
4: So if you have gay people in your family during this and you it could go so people listening to Stern who maybe thought and didn't have gay people in their family and mm-hmm. thought maybe that's odd, were reinforced with the idea that it is odd and they yes. are weird. and you can bash them and make fun of them. That's Girls- what he did.
0: You're also supposed to have a lisp and you're supposed to prance around and you're supposed to, you know, be a certain way. You're supposed to talk like Paul Lind. And, uh, you know, cross-section, I mean, there are stereotypes, obviously, in any, any, you know, minority, any ethnic group, obviously. But then but that's generalizing. Um, Dennis?
3: He used to fight on WNBC with a group called the New Jersey Gay Coalition. Hmm. And this guy used to call in, he had a little bit of a feminine voice. But he gave it the Stern. He said he was going to get Stern fired and he was going to rate their advertisers and get their license taken away. And I created a tape of all of their appearances together. Oh, and wow. He's, he's relentless. Relentless. I don't even want to say some
0: of the things that he says to that guy.
4: We're well, going to go through that. Let's def- go through that.
0: Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's oh, continue yeah. on with this, with this yeah. masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just thinking right now when I went through the Sistine Chapel and they have these guards saying, no photo, no photo. If I were at this show, I would have been like, I would have been running to the so, the, the radio shack to get a cassette player to record how awful it was. That's how bad this is. So whoever recorded this, God bless you. From here,
2: he's not gay? He's not, okay. Just, happy. just a happy man. Just in case you want to touch up a little bit. Little personal <laughs> lipstick! If you My lipstick! Of course, like so I need food. Like so
5: Banana.
0: Much. Oh, so much, look at that! You <laughs> think of everything, black. Like well. So Fred's not even on mic. Howard's on mic and sort of off mic, and they're just like they're just doing this affectation as if this is a bit. Like who gives a shit? How is it funny?
3: It's just gay bashing. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, Sam's right. It's just, there's no humor here. Where's the humor? Where's the punchline? That's exactly what it's looking
0: for. Where's the punchline? Where's the payoff? Yeah, where's it going?
4: (laughs) And so when he says, now when he flips the script and says, yeah, I'm for all gay rights, I had a gay cousin, Stacy. Yeah, that you let die penniless. And, you know, you did this way longer, this bashing this carnival barking, this make people feel like freak shows so much longer than you did the I'm for gay marriage. What? You were not for anybody. You no, were he was, you treated he was, people like freak shows. And if people like me, who loved gay people my whole life and had them in my family, who were affected by the HIV virus that thankfully survived, we thankfully, you know, like people like that would find this offensive and thank God people change their attitudes about it. But then Mm -hmm. people who thought gay people were weird, Howard reinforced
0: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dennis.
3: Yeah. And remember, I've been listening since 82. Mm -hmm. So I have a long history with him. Mm -hmm. And whenever I hear him saying he's for gay rights, this little tape recorder, my brain goes on rewind. Mm -hmm. And I think about that guy from the New Jersey gay coalition and all of the gay bashing he did. So for you guys who are later fans, it's affecting you, but imagine what it means to me mm-hmm. and I have gay people in my family and somebody got HIV and Knock on my table. They're good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah,
4: funny. It's not funny. It's not funny
3: Anybody it is being gay was very very hard. Like I said earlier, I think it's still hard and yep. There is no excuse when I listen to this and then he says, I'm for gay
0: rights and you can do what you want. You liar. Well, the other thing is, guys, lest you think, less you think during the, because uh, Sam made a great mention to the, uh, about Stacy, his cousin, who he claimed he loved and he claimed you all you supported him and blah, blah, blah. He died, he had a GoFundMe. If Howard had donated money to him, he wouldn't have needed a fucking Go, GoFundMe because unless he gave him literally pennies from a fountain, and that's why he had to go on it. You don't go penniless because you're rich, like multi, multi tens of millions cousin who claims to talk, who's usually who had you on the show. Even he was on the show, Stacy. with, he brought his partner, I believe the one time this might've been late nineties, I think. And, um, you know, you claim this and yet the only people on the thing were your daughters and your wife that donated publicly.
4: And his partner in the GoFundMe Mm-hmm. gave a description of his medical condition and how dire it was that they couldn't continue the business and how right. financially strapped they were mm-hmm. from these cancer treatments. So just in the description alone of the GoFundMe gives you an indication. Howard did dick to help his... <laughs> and he always talked about, and I will say this, when he talked about Stacy, he always talked about his hardship in a way that actually conveyed some sort of personal like he felt bad for his personal struggle as a gay person and it always affected him like that mm-hmm. did affect Howard and now seeing and now thinking about what we know about Howard I believe it did affect him personally because he's like I'm not going to come out so yeah. I'm going to give this as that my cousin Stacy's the example I'm going to send him off to the wolves I'm not going to help him with his treatment nope. and it's just bullshit I mean that's yeah.
0: sad. I know this seems like a bit of a digression, guys, but it's something that it requires context in this sense because, um, like, as Dennis said, Dennis is one of the longest term, longest listeners, longest known fans that I know of the Stern show that goes back as far as he does that's, that we have access to. And then there are people like Kayla who was listening and, you know, are one of our good fans and one of our good friends that on, on Facebook. She started listening in the middle of the 2000, like 2010, something like that. And then there are people that are even now going into their 20s and, and listening to old clips. And you have to have this context. Otherwise, it n- none of it means anything. Yeah. It's, you know, playing a concert like a, so the Stones not playing something off their first three albums. They have to. They have to build something. And so it's no different than any kind of entertainer. You cannot... Unless he's done a, a complete about face, which he never did, he never did apologize for anything. The saying "I want to burn my books" means I want to cover my tracks and show exactly that, so I don't get fucking me too. That's not an apology. There's a big no. difference, oh. Dennis. It's just so infuriating. I think that's the perfect
3: <laughs> word for it. You yeah. know, the whole, it's so disingenuous of him. He's never apologized. I think on on one hundred and one, they don't go back more than what two three years not even yeah. he yeah. doesn't
4: have to you know what guys though he doesn't have to apologize because people like even on the breakfast club will say he's made so much money he deserves to just coast he yeah. can just coast fuck anyone that defends him keep
2: mm. going yep anyway if you want to avoid a you have to wear gloves let's do it guys oh. uh. been worried. Oh, yes, we have about catching the Well, first game. Simple. Oh,
4: my God. Kill I, me. Please, <laughs> please. Throw me out a window. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking behead me.
0: He's Bury also, me. He's also kind of going, like, what's the difference between this and Out of the Closet Stern, Dennis? Nothing.
3: Nothing. Nothing. And this is a song parody he did on the show, too, by the way.
0: Right. I, it's again, a heart, it's back it's to a heart, our theme. It's yeah. a heart song, isn't it? Yes, I believe so.
3: I'm um, sorry there's no, I there's have no to get ropes <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys should see Sam She looks she's ready to hang herself here on the video. <laughs> it, re- it really is pathetic Yeah. It's pathetic.
0: If
4: you guys want to send me a step letter
0: <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the Patreon
4: Then
2: can clap NVT uh, uh, Make up the daily news 35%. And what did I see Well a brand new virus A brand new virus
4: Go ahead, Sam. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So they're singing a song about HIV. Is this what this is? What about love and gay love? And am I am I wrong? Like new, what the
3: new, di- new disease? Right.
4: Oh, my God. Are you Mm -hmm, fucking kidding me? Right. People laid down in front of the White House. We made an AIDS quilt. Do you know how many people died from this? This fuck...
0: And so, but listen, by doing this, he was essentially catering to, you know, gay bashers and, you know, like, this isn't me being woke guys in 2021. This is, I want them all. I want all the listeners. I want the truck drivers, the, you know, with the fucking hairy arms, with jizz, dried jizz on their fucking hands. I want, uh, you know, uh, whoever I can get to listen to the show, people who hate me, people who love me. I understand it on that level. I just don't understand how, um. And someone hasn't unearthed <laughs> this tape earlier and just exposed them. Could you imagine playing this on The View? <laughs>
4: Hi, Ellen.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, mind you, I'm not expecting a lot of those people to be super fans and to know all this stuff, but it's important that we get it out there, that's for sure.
5: What about
2: love? questions you should be asking. Such as? Like, why are there purple on your skin? Trust me, it's only a cold core. There is no ointment. Oh, no.
4: Oh, my God. (laughs) What? I can't do this. (laughs) This is just fucked up. This is (laughs) fucked up. I have someone in my family who had HIV, and my mom thankfully was on the trials for the cocktail therapy and got him in that he lost so many friends. Mm-hmm. Every cold was like a fucking life or death. Yeah, It was insane. And it was so sad. Are you kidding me? Are you well, fucking kidding me with this?
0: He doesn't give a fuck. He literally doesn't give a fuck. Whatever's gonna be a joke. And of course, people were ignorant back then. I mean Ryan White, the, yeah. the you know, that was that was a huge, you know, scale. The poor kid got fucking transfusion and, and or was it was it, it was transfusion, wasn't it, Ryan White?
4: Yeah, yes, it was a blood yeah, transfusion. Yeah.
0: And okay, he's gay, like a fucking like an underage kid is gay and that's, that's what's going on. Like, that's what we're really the narrative we're trying to, and then people like, no. I can't, don't, don't want to touch him, Don't get near him, Don't breathe the air. That's what it was like back then. Right. I understand.
4: I understand that part, the, the not knowledge and having that, but yeah. now when this was made, okay, fine. Say you, you don't have the knowledge. That was right. a pandemic. So yeah, picture like COVID the way it is now and how he's so deathly serious about it and how he's talking about it, you know, religiously and doesn't leave the house. AIDS was killing people uncontrollably. It was a pandemic.
0: Yes, but it was specifically towards one one group of people, let's be honest. I mean, and and, right. and at the time, a, a, a downtrodden but, people at the time, so but it's, then it it's got almost massive. like Yeah.
4: And it also, you know, it's 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 just infuriating to me that you turned a something that was killing so many people into a song parody.
0: Well, yeah, just the fact that it's a song parody is bad enough, Dennis.
3: When Liberace was dying, he got probably what three, four days worth of shows off of it, yep, making fun of Boober, yep. who was his chauffeur, I believe, a blonde-haired guy,
0: Scott Thorson. Yep.
3: Yeah, and he tore yeah. him apart. He did his voice of Liberace, you know, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, those stupid housewives were fooled when he was all Mike Douglas, and mm-hmm. you know they thought he was straight." And as he was dying, the insults keep growing and growing. I remember one of the shows, one of the shows he says, you know, comes back from a commercial and says, "Hey everybody, we're having a good time now, just making fun of Liberace." Yeah. Uh, while the guy's on his deathbed, mm-hmm. and. I can't Listen, even talk. It's just it's just so offensive. I, yeah.
4: I know I know I know perspectives have changed because I sure. went to high school where people were afraid to come out. Like I'm not unaware Same. of the fact that it's definitely so much a different climate, and I'm thankful for that. My yeah. point is he helped maintain the climate of anti gay sure. and anti health and anti everything. I mean yeah. for, for gay people. Mm-hmm. that's awful. And he pretends right. that, that's what I can't stand. He pretends yeah. that he's for it.
0: Right. The whitewashing subsequently as well. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, um, it's up to people to make sh- uh, the guys with torrents guys with whatever, let it out there. If you got it out there and you got you, you, like if it's as old as this or older and you know, it's offensive and stuff, put it out there. I mean, fuck John Wayne got in, in death was getting like excoriated because of a playboy interview. And Kevin uh, yeah.
4: Hart lost the Oscar hosting job right. for saying that he would be pissed if his son came to him and said he was gay. He lost right. the Oscar hosting job. And right. then you meanwhile you have this fuck Yeah. giving a rock and roll Hall of Fame speech.
0: Right. We're not cancel culture. We just want to say, well, let's open the fucking playing field and level it out and really get into it. Say, well, if you really want to go there, why don't you find out what he said about this? Why don't you go there? What do you think about that, Jimmy Kimmel? What do you, what would your advertisers say if, you know, you knew this was who you were backing? And the, the, the reality is a lot of people just don't care about certain, you know, and he, you, Dennis, you said earlier, it's the money. They don't want to get sued by him. That's, I guess that's part of it. I think he's just so irrelevant. They don't care. You know, that's a good point. I mean, who listens to them? Does Anybody under 50
3: listen to that radio show?
4: No, uh, it's um, it's 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 honestly, though, it's the same with the Baldwin thing. This mm-hmm. thing, yeah, blows up on Reddit and it blows up in a couple places. It's embarrassing. But if yeah. this were somebody that was a conservative that this happened mm-hmm. to, this mm-hmm. person would be beat to the ground they're getting light treatment because they're scared of alec baldwin they're scared of stern there's some sort of weird thing that goes on in hollywood where it's like we don't touch certain people we we leave them alone
2: to protect you from the sex that you have are his fingers all covered Well, you can ask his doctor. Just go ahead and ask so the doctor, doctor. But even him, you cannot trust. But what about love? You Really want to kiss that thing? What about love? What about that for your face? What about love? Oh, there's questions you should be asking. Like why, why are
0: there purple wells on your
2: chin? chin? Everybody, Mambo! Come on!
4: Goodbye.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
4: What's the, what, you know what? This is no different than him pulling in Chris Wilding and say, tell me about your grinder date. Did you suck his balls? Did you do this? Call up his gay lover, Mm -hmm. expose Chris. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's just, uh, metamorphosized into a different tune but Mm. he still does this in some respect where he treats gay people like their sex life is some sort of carnival show.
0: Yeah. It's like a wild
3: ride. It's a roller coaster, Dennis. It's like when he has George Takei on, Mm -hmm. and he talks about his partner wrestle every Sunday night. Right. Which we haven't heard before. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same sort of thing. He just talks about it and talks about it and, and doesn't let it go. Right. It's, it's just, it's just so, it's just so insane, you know? Right, it's, but it's when, not for the In the whole, Coctob- whole October thing,
0: I'm guessing that he has a manly
3: heterosexual audience. Why would
0: you do a Cocktober thing? Right, unless you were on out Cue or whatever. Um, Sam?
4: I wonder what Beth's contract is like when I listen oh, to this, because I'm, you know... <laughs> Somebody <laughs> exposed Alec Baldwin right before Hilaria. He met someone, French accent. He was trying to remake his career because of the Ireland Baldwin uh, yes. phone call that Artie yep. did. Yep. And he offered her a $2 million contract, an apartment above his, go to all these red carpet things. She said no. And then he met Hilaria, Hillary.
5: Sorry. Yeah.
4: So. To me, I think, and personally, I think that there was a contract. I think that there was, you're going to get famous. I'm going to give you my agent. Mm -hmm. You're going to become A, B, C, and D. And because she's such a talentless horse, nothing occurred. But this to me is so telling, this whole Ritz thing.
0: Right. And Bob D, you're you're just going to say, like, this is just kind of, okay this is 86 but you go to 2021 it's only gotten more um deviant in terms of his how graphic he's getting and but raven and i will be addressing this on the next breakdown which we're recording tomorrow actually and um it's disturbing to, it's it's disturbing to listen to and we already did a psa for you sam so why not you do the live chat when we tell you to drop out drop out because you're not going to be able to stake it without 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 a uh with a, a garbage pail handy
4: you guys do the good job with the thread. You always say, Sam, don't look and I'm always like <laughs> I close my I close my I'm like
0: eh. Spring Lysol. <laughs>
2: See. if you don't want to end up flat on your back you better stay off your knees if you don't want to catch the beat what about gloves but you really want to kiss that
4: back, what about gloves yep he's always wanted to be a rock star like let's yes. be honest this oh, is yeah. this is howard Stern giving himself the chance. And he does this all the time on the show.
0: Oh, yes. If he can try to sing or whatever, sing awfully, of course. And if he can be on a stage somewhere. we just Raven and I just actually d- d- discussed that, how he let himself go on Westbury, but knew he couldn't fucking play. Why? Because he wants to appear like those rock star guys without the talent yeah. and get the praise for it without actually having to do anything for it. Dennis?
3: Let's not forget about Fred?
0: involved yes. with this. right? We
3: haven't discussed Fred. Now, let's decide and figure out why he's possibly doing this. He needs his job. Yes. Does Fred Does Fred believe it? I think he needs the job. Mm-hmm. Fred is just as guilty.
0: Yeah, and as we explained, as Jackie explained on the episode, if I'm not mistaken, he explained that when he left, Fred was making three times less than him. Three times. That means he wasn't even clearing 200K in 2000. And... So yep. imagine in 1980, fucking six, what he was making. I'm sure he was okay for himself when he was single, but it's still uh, anyway. It's just unbelievable. So, um, and that's going to be part of a salaries episode we I do with Carrie later on when he gets his um, his business settled. Oh my God. You can hear the audience just not give a fuck. No cheers, no yells, no even catcalls. They're just stunned into stupidity because they they can't even believe what they're probably hearing or seeing.
4: I'm trying to equate this to something I've seen, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I've ever seen anything (laughs) this bad in person.
0: Yeah, Dennis?
3: You know, I love kind of off-the-wall comedy, like Andy Kaufman. Okay. I remember he had a special. Do you know about this film where he had a special? And he wanted to do one whole half hour segment with him just staring at the camera. Mm-hmm. Sitting in a chair mm-hmm. and not saying a word. I right. think that's genius. I think that's brilliant. At one, on one of his appearances on one of the talk shows, he came out and started reading to Greg Gatsby. Mm-hmm. So I like off-the-wall stuff. But okay. this? This?
0: Yeah, just meandering. Fun. Take it, throw it against the wall, see if it sticks. And they again, the, the one thing I will say. Anytime you go to a comedy show, you at the very least want to know that the person's trying, like they're trying, you know, maybe they're bad, but they're trying. He's not trying. He is bad. And all they can think of is like, well, what do we do on the radio? Let's put that into the, the stage show. So Fred gets a chance. You asked why is uh, Fred so in on this? Cause he can play Dennis. Cause he can actually play a guitar. Not maybe mm-hmm. not, you know, serviceably enough. But this is his chance to shine, hence three song parodies, because that gives Ch- Howard a chance to not do anything for those 10, 12 minutes. And um, you know, all the time they allowed for these guys to yodel and fucking burp on stage, um, it's, it's, a, it's appalling. I mean, I could see someone going to this live and never listening to his radio show again. That's uh, how bad That this would is. be me. Yeah. Like, you could say, like, I saw him live, dude. This is, <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I can't go there with you. I, I tapped out. <laughs> so here we go.
2: Pig talk Dr. Fred Norris, one of my gloves. It's nutty tonight. It's nutty. Oh, look at these women. I want to see what we got out here. Now, this is a lot better than the Club Binet. A bunch
3: of old fucks go there, I swear to God.
0: Okay, so Club Binet's been done already, and this is at least the second show. <laughs> right, <laughs> and remember,
3: Club Binet is dinner theater.
2: Trying to find the right woman, the right underneath. Come up here, Gia. No, no! I have a question. On, I- All right, you come too. I'm curious, I want to do a survey here. I want to get to know my audience. Hey, I'm going to cut a woman in half tonight later on, you know. <laughs> what's your name
4: howard stern the census this is how funny he is you know when people go to your door and you're like who lives in your household how many people where are they from howard's comedy is literally the united states census
3: (laughs) fucking loser dennis (laughs) he marketed this show as a stand-up and a magic show yes (laughs) He he really did he really did you know, he tends to go into things like painting. What was he, into chess for two weeks? Oh, chess, cycling, yeah. taekwondo, yeah. or whatever, karate. Cycling and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, he will saw a woman in half because he Gr- can just grilling. do anything.
4: <laughs> if it wasn't for serious sexism, this wigged fuck would be doing card tricks on the corner of Fifth Avenue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Playing two-card Molly on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, uh, watch a red card. Watch a red card, man. Is I, uh, just, I, just watch a red card. Judy,
2: Judy, what's your name? Greg. Are you boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah. How old are you? i <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. You swallow this guy's tongue? <laughs> nah, I mean, like, what do you do? You go to college or
4: something? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> His parents are in the audience, <laughs> and his pregnant wife. If she's in college, uh, you better call the cops.
3: What do you do? Are you in college or some? Like, what? Is the, he articulate? The, the, Can he form a
4: sentence? Who cares if you swallow?
3: Is
0: this you... is so immaterial.
4: Why is that funny?
0: <laughs> well, the um, I in...
4: swallow. <laughs> who cares?
0: A year later, he's doing the Fox pilots, and he's asking like, "Uh, you know, Mason Reese. So you gonna get a girl? You got a girl? What are you doing?" Like, this he he's worse than Chris Farley. The Chris Farley show that was actually like masterpiece theater next to fucking Howard. Uh, when when they do those skits, I mean, well, where's yeah, the? That was you, supposed you got,
4: to be unfunny. That was the gag. That was right. great. This f-
0: Fred is your. Fred is supposed to be your writer. What's he helped you write so far? This
4: a uh, disease song
3: <laughs> I wonder if Jackie wrote this with Fred
0: he well he said he he well he said he wasn't clear if he was involved in uh certain shows uh but at the same time like no I think this is all on him off the cuff I don't believe anything about this is Jackie I mean, he might've taken bits that Jackie wrote as flying gags on the show and and is is using them now in the live show bat poorly out of context when no one gives a fuck, but I don't think he's there like, here's the script or follow this, whatever. It sounds like Howard's just doing whatever the fuck comes out of his pocket. This
4: is all Howard's fault, just like the way the Fox pilots were. And Jackie said it. We gave ideas. We (laughs) had meetings. Howard's mm-hmm. going to do what he wants to do because remember we asked him he doesn't <laughs> shut the fuck up he doesn't right. we can't tell him anything
0: right like was, that, was he, that line Jackie said don't you know that thing you normally do don't do it yes <laughs> <laughs> it's similar to a, a speech that John Hurt the late John Hurt made at the BAFTAs which was really good about his accepted speech
2: my class theme. excuse me my class theme. <laughs> my class <theme? laughs> Yeah. my class State college. Well fucking get the words out. What do you have? A square bowel moment? And where's your sweater meat? Montclair. What? All right, so you're a rocket scientist. The thirteenth grade, ladies and gentlemen.
0: This this guy, this guy that had to go to thirteenth and fourteenth grade at uh, Boston University is belittling somebody's fucking IQ in the audience. because uh, she went to was it, Montclair State? Like I, I you know.
4: Okay, I, so by the okay. way, Raven uh, Big ups to her for noticing that scat obsession. He yes. equated her going to Montclair State. What do you got, back to bowel movement? What? What does that have to do with where do you go to college? Why are you thinking about her colon,
3: you wacko? <laughs> go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> when I was 13, I don't think I ever used the word sweater meat. <laughs> Even when you're young. I, I don't.
4: And I was an I, mean, American I kid. honestly. I... That said. is, I don't think Rocky Balboa, who beat meat in a freezer, <laughs> used that tone.
0: Yo, champ, you want to look at this boy? You're gonna fight. So you don't swallow his cum,
2: his tongue, his cum. <laughs> she don't even know what the fuck it is. I won't swallow the fucking guy's tongue, and I won't swallow his fucking cum either.
0: No. The only person seemingly obsessed with this guy's cum is Howard, because he has mentioned it at least five times now.
2: Uh, still
4: is He's 67 And how many times Do we hear about Ropey loads And beer can thick cock Continue right.
0: Yep
2: That's curious My wife's been with me 10 years And she's never even once got any of that shit To taste it And I can't blame her Because if I was a woman I would be a lesbian I wouldn't even want to Taste anything That even resembled cum What? I mean, is, if I was sleeping with this guy I wouldn't taste his cum either so will you ever, do you think you'll ever taste
4: this cum? Ew, okay. shut up. Shut the fuck up.
2: This is so like, we're right. this, I, I this, wish would
4: have him off stage. You know how the Capitol riots happen? I wish this was like a, a <laughs> fucking guy in <laughs> buffalo horns charged him had full capacity, knocked off his wig, and shot him in the stomach.
0: Good day, boys and girls. Today, the secret word is come. So whenever you hear the secret word, shout real loud. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it used in my entire life more than this one three-minute, like, two-minute clip.
4: One, two, three, come! <laughs> I wish at this point Fred would just start playing, come as you are, <laughs> as the- a friend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a for it's
0: Yeah, no, yeah, five years. Nirvana ripped us off, Robin.
2: (laughs) I hate goofy women who can't deal with the issues. I don't know how the hell I'm ever going to take away the Phil Donahue show. Anyway, yeah, he is a bit of a pig. But anyway, so you will never swallow his cum. I didn't say that. All
0: right. Yeah, go ahead.
4: You know how he's chatting, and my gay best friend Jake noticed this? Yeah. even though he's so modulated now, he said he talks like, when he talks with people, it's like you're talking, you're talking gay talk like this, like girlfriend talked. Yeah. The way I talk with him, he goes, Howard does this all the time to people where he's like, oh, I'm just talking like I'm your girlfriend to get information. He's like, no, that's how you talk to your gay best friend. The way remember- Howard like,
0: do you remember yeah, the Daryl Hannah and K- Tarantino, they came in the studio and he goes, so when you're sitting with JFK Jr. And, yes. You know, you're yes, looking at, him, yes. how, you, you got to get oh, like, you got to get all excited just by looking at him. Goes, you. you said, you know what? You sound gay to me. <laughs> he goes, yes. I'm just trying to talk, you know, the sexy talk. No, he's talking it's like not. a gay man lusting after JFK Jr., which is totally his type, even dead.
4: He's having gossipy, like, what was his love like? And did you swallow like? it?
0: Yeah, it's He's all for his. Spank. He's
4: having girl talk.
0: It's all for his spank bank, guys. Deborah Marshall, you want to? You want to debate this by all means, darling. Oh, I love <laughs> her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway,
2: i it for their wedding night, but you get them blowjobs, right?
5: <laughs> Does she ever give you blowjobs
2: all the time? Really? I ain't very lucky. <laughs> what woman wouldn't want to blow that dick? What? When
0: you think about what? it, a- go, ahead, go ahead, Sam.
4: Why don't we pull your second wife, Mr. Ed, on stage who you say, I don't, she doesn't blow me. It's demeaning,
0: right? She also doesn't have an asshole. Cause I've, I've never seen her asshole. <laughs> she told Whitney. <laughs> <Cummings>.
4: <laughs> Meanwhile, she has, uh, she has two craters, 10 inches apart, bolted onto her chest for all to look at.
3: And don't forget they're real. Yeah, I keep saying they're real. All
2: right, why don't you sit down, Giggles, and let me introduce someone who I love and uh, worked with for a whole bunch of years, Robin Quivers.
5: There she is. <laughs> Here's Robin.
0: Now, this is the one thing I'm a little confused with. Robin was fired with him along with him at WNBC. Okay. Yeah, no, she, they were fired together from WNBC, but she, they took Howard originally at WNBC without her. And, um, um, that's when she was pissed off in her book. She talks about it more in detail, how she was pissed that he didn't go to bat for her or Fred and he just basically left them. Uh, and he went to New York by himself initially
3: yeah that's correct they think he makes the excuse that she couldn't come yet because of contractual reasons but like yeah. everything else i think that was a lie it's but yeah he was, he was by himself they teamed him with this guy his name was neil he was a newsman like an yeah. nbc oh, radio let's newsman. get him on <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> he's still he's, alive he's, he's dead yeah Damn it. his name was neil something i have tapes of him on the show and he was like a sidekick back then, yeah. somebody to talk to. But he was a straight NBC Total. newsman. And yeah. that guy kind of held down until Robin came over. But anyway, his excuse was she couldn't
0: come yet. But he was, he was by himself for quite a while. That's right. And the, the actual truth is, guys, of course, he uh, negotiated his deal without Robin and Fred and left them hanging in the dirt. And in the private parts movie, they'll tell you, oh, you know, uh, you know, they don't want, you know, I'm going to make them take you back. They fired Robin. And she they're like they fired they they kept him and fired Robin, which is complete science fiction. Sam,
4: and thanks to Benjamin, we found out that Robin wrote an article about how Howard's racist. After that, yes, she yep, she had it in the publication of I, I think it was this the city they were at. Where she Washington, I guess at the time. Yeah, she aired her grievances and she said he was a racist and she said all these horrible things about him in a news press article.
0: Mm -hmm. I'd love to be able to go back and get that. Maybe I'll have to do a little deep deep digging there.
4: I've I've tried to dig for that.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Dennis.
3: Evidently, there was a talk show host there named Petey Green. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I I remember him. You remember Petey Green? And I think I have tapes somewhere of him. um and Stern would go on the show and make fun of him with all the usual black tropes. Yeah,
4: he went on in blackface.
0: And then
3: yeah.
0: at, the, at one point near the end, he goes, "You know, I, I, I you know, I watch the show. I actually take a lot of your material." And Petey goes, "I know you do." Uh-huh. <laughs> and he she goes, "I don't want to offend anybody." And he's there in an Afro, and we've used that wig actually. We've used that uh, face for a couple of uh, photoshops. He um, played
4: it so perfectly, just the way Letterman did. should have played the drag, where it's funny for one point. That, I don't know, 0.1 seconds and yeah. then it's over. Right. The same way he went on Petey Green's show where he's sitting there in blackface in an afro. Petey was so calm, collective, and said uh, such smart, funny things. It made Howard look like such the douche that he yeah, is.
0: Dip, yeah, dipshit. Complete.
2: Yeah. It good tonight. What we want to do for you, Robin, I think yeah. we, this crowd's pretty well pumped. They're pretty uh, rallying hard, I've been
3: listening.
2: Nice, <laughs> What we want to do for you is a little
0: bit of Mama Look of Boo Boo Day. Yeah! Oh,
3: oh, of course. Okay, <laughs> can up. I get some context here, guys? <laughs> you, you, you can. Do.
0: Go. The floor is yours, Dennis. Have Mama at it, sir. Mama Look of
3: Boo Boo Day was a character Stern did. They used to have somebody named Roz Frank, who was the traffic mm-hmm. person. And um, for some reason, they got rid of her. So he created this character called Mama Looka Boo Boo Day, and he adopted mm-hmm. this black accent through a megaphone. That, that same Radio Shack microphone he's had for 30 years. Right. That he uses. And um, Mama Looka Boo Boo Day's wife's name was not Loretta. I think it was Roadletta. And they talked about all this stupid stuff, like his girlfriend used Pepsi so she wouldn't get pregnant after they had sex and all of this. <laughs> stupid what? stuff. And Jackie said he wrote some of that stuff. Stern likes mm-hmm. to say he made it up on the thing. So what he would do is do a whole routine about Rowletta and things like that. And um, Robin would speak with him back and forth. That would go on for like a minute and a half. Then he would do like 10 seconds of uh, real traffic. And the story goes, this is what Stern says, so take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, that I guess it's after Fillmore, who are the union that represents uh-huh. Broadcasters in America, I they guess. wanted to know how come Mama Luka Boo Boo Day wasn't in the union. They thought it was a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, and they called WNBC to find out and to reach him. So, Wiggy says.
0: So we found it on Reddit. I know Reddit is not necessarily the. It's not the Gutenberg Bible. It's it's not it's not something that you're supposed to go to as some kind of uh, tome of wisdom all the time. But I know for a fact. Uh, that I'm sure there's I'm, you can go to the Steve Dahl archives and maybe find it, but it would take a lot of doing, that he ripped off Mama Booba Day from Steve Dahl. Uh, Dahl had a male, black male traffic report, helicopter reporter named Tyrone. Uh, Howard copied the bit and brilliantly came up with a female black helicopter reporter. I think the talking as God bits were also directly from Dahl. In addition, uh, so it, it, calling up the bijou was also Steve Dahl. So he totally ripped off Uh, stuff and there's a clip uh, this guy references on Reddit and I have it where his old producers, um, that called in like a decade later and said, oh, you know what you, you go, you taught me everything. I'm a genius. Yeah. You taught me everything I know. And I'm a genius. And they go, yeah, well you did. We did teach you how to steal. And he goes, you, that was right. You did. Absolutely. So he admits to it. And, uh, again, you're, you're not going to hear it from him ever. It'll always be that he would go on the offensive and say, they stole from me. Bullshit. And he also stole from uh, Man Cow as well. Uh, go ahead, Dennis.
3: Yeah, it wasn't a female; it was a male. But yeah, um, that just was taken. Uh, yeah, Steve Dahl. Yeah, he Steve Dahl was like the king of all this stuff back then. Absolutely, way back then. And the God voice—he used to do God weather. Did you know about yeah, that? Yeah, really Benjamin
4: told deep. us about that.
3: And yep. he has to He used to have Beaver Breaks. Yes, he would where he used to do leave it. This was in Washington. He might have done them in New York. So he'd do a beaver skit. He used to do Richard Nixon's neighborhood. That was another one of his biggies, which was stolen from Imus, by the way. So, yeah,
4: Howard just has no capacity to be thankful for people who helped initiate certain ideas. He just hones them and thinks they're his. I mean, he's well, insane.
0: Well, it wasn't, I don't know if it was in Jackie's um, interview that we did with him or a subsequent interview, that, uh, an interview before that that he had done, where basically Howard refuses to give credit because it'll just take away from him if he has to say, well, so and so wrote this. And that goes right into our NPD episodes with Bob D. Dennis?
3: There's one time, and I think I talked to this, told you this film are offline, Bob Bongo Fiesta he saw from a main. Dish jockey, Maine, the state of Maine. Do you remember and the name? I have the tape where he okay. talks about
4: it. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah.
3: Because he talks about he took it from a Maine dish jockey. I'll look tonight, but yeah, that's the only time they gave attribution to somebody. Steve mm-hmm. doll beget Don Imus, who begot.
4: Yes. Woody. Yeah. Um, side note, my director of my whole department today, he asked me how the Jackie interview went, because he's like a fan of ours. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I told him about it. And he said, you know, it's the, f- it's the funniest thing. He goes, I bought stock in Sirius. He goes, when I should be buying what I should have bought it from Apple and Amazon, I'd be retired and a millionaire now. He goes, but I bought Serious stock. Because of Howard, he goes, That thing has never went over seven dollars.
0: <laughs> no, it's just the worst <laughs> stock. It's like penny and he stocks. Was tra-
4: he was tra- and I pulled up I pulled up that headline and yeah. he was laughing so hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the one with he's the like, satellite failure yeah, launch. He's the, like, the he goes
4: one. he goes, I thought Howard, he's gonna make this. And I was like, Haven't you learned by now in my podcast everything he does is a big fucking fail.
0: It's it's essentially <laughs> a fail, aside from the <laughs> first two
3: books. And hopefully that satellite had the transponder. His channel was going to be on that one. Because Dennis, did ch- you not did,
4: did you laugh so hard when you read that? I was, cr- I was rolling.
3: I was cracking up. I couldn't even express how funny that was. It was just so hysterical. I was in my hilarious.
4: bed, at belly laughing,
2: rolling around. <laughs> we haven't been doing it much on the radio lately, and it might be time to drag him out and do yeah. a a little yeah, number mama. with him, mama, Gary. Where is Mama
0: Like a Day? Do they not fucking beat this into the ground? Jesus, like Conehead sketches on fucking SNL or the bees. Go ahead, no, go ahead, Sam
4: picture watching godfather part two the opening and you just keep rewinding it so the movie theater fucked up and you just keep replaying the same part when the drunk guy gets on stage <laughs> and is like and then they do pop goes the pop weasel, goes the
0: weasel. <laughs> <Yeah>. frankie pentangeli
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome. Uh, c- dennis you've
3: heard of public access television this is public sure. access radio I mean the bad guitar the, the bad <laughs> jokes It's just...
4: this, you're right it's worse than I, I was watching because my daughter's obsessed with Full House now this is all my fault but she Joey Gladstone gets on a fucking wood puppet a woodchuck puppet and he's like oh, and everything's about wood and it's like <laughs> I'm looking at this show like in horror, horrified how horrible it is. It's better than
0: this. Oh my God, Sam, I got to direct you after this. Go ahead and look for, um, there was an SCTV skit called Happy Hour, and John Hopel yeah. plays a drunk <laughs> <laughs> at a bar. And there's a public <laughs> the bar that literally has two wooden, uh, like a wooden mouth that just goes, tick, 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 tick. what's that, Sammy? <laughs> Oh, it's birthday time. Okay, so he's watching the birthday. So he's, you know. Anyway, you have to see it. It's just called Happy Hour with Happy Marston It's a good show. Hey, Robin, this transition will blow your mind. This
5: is incredible. You don't understand. Every day in the afternoon, he would get into
2: this wig and this hat, and suddenly
5: become a black man.
2: This hat we bought on Martin Luther King Day got fifty percent
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile, guess who just fucking took Martin Luther King day off <laughs> that's
3: right how ironic yeah how ironic.
0: he does it all the time me and Raven were just gonna address that as soon as we get into it I guess this is repetitious but uh but uh yeah he he he, he can shit on Martin Luther King all the time but uh, when he needs to take the day off that's that's a holiday Sam
4: never enough OJ speak either no. um we also have Robin here coming out to Tina Turner. Yeah. She left to Ike. You're still there. How's it feel?
0: <laughs> great, great analogy. It's about time we got a holiday. Nice
5: Monday, go. Robin! All right. Here we go. Watch this. Swear with me! Nice Monday!
0: Hey, how, how the fuck y'all you like? I love it, man! This is Mama oh. Look Boo Day set up, right? Right. This is the setup,
3: and he's using that same cheap uh, Radio Shack megaphone he's had for
0: 30 years. Into an already shitty microphone. Yes. And this is what we're hearing.
4: Do you guys, I don't know if you remember this, but there was something called Yak Back. It was like a toy (laughs) in the 90s, and it was super popular after Home Alone. So there was like these toys that came out in the 90s. It was like Yak Floam, and then these little things called yak backs and okay. you could you could it was a it was a speaker
0: mm-hmm.
4: it had two settings fast and slow and regular or mm-hmm. three settings and right. you could talk and record something into it like for 20 seconds or something and then it would right. play it back like right. it would in home alone and this this is what this sounds like okay. howard is just as shitty as a yak-back toy that i had in the fucking 90s.
0: <laughs> Thank you Sam. I'm going to have to throw another insert in there from a Yak-Back commercial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just uh, it was like the Teddy Ruxpin uh but it, but it, it was digital, right? A, so, there was no you, cassette. It was it was you, actually like a button, right?
4: I seriously want to almost pause this and just go through a YouTube of what Yakback is because you would die because it's exactly <laughs> what this is.
0: I'll throw it in the insert. Who are you? Hey, mama, you like
5: Keita Turner. So- yeah, no, I look like Yeah, now what? Now, are balls under there? Because no, no. is, I used to beat the shit out of her every
2: fucking night. Yeah. Cut the hair off, she was <laughs> Listen, I want to do an experiment for your people. To do here. Yes, an experiment? I'm going to do a pussy experiment because I know that's what you want tonight.
5: You want to be grossed out. What is that, Mama? Robin, I want
2: you to walk down into the audience. I want you to find one girl who's having a period. Yeah. Then I want you to find a girl, two girls who are not having their period. Uh huh. And I will.
0: So, in case you couldn't hear that fucking, uh, fucking, f- more, to th- that the goddamn fettuccine Alfredo of shit, audio shit that you just <laughs> heard, that was him as Mama Bubude saying, I'm going to, I want you to pick someone in the audience who's having her period and two girls that aren't, and I'm going to smell them and see, determine which one is having them. That is the evolved feminist. Yes, Sam.
4: The Freda, fettuccine Alfredo of shit, it would be like having a Pizza Hut deliver it. It's just brutal. Robin, though, interesting. When we think about the Sally thing and people call her out on her shit about how could you sit there and let this man. And she says, you don't understand. She defends it to the tilt.
0: But, but in so many different ways that it's never consistent. If she goes, oh, well, it's just a bit. Oh, we're talking about, you know, racial I'm a character. relations. I'm a character. It's right. It's just, well, then turn the channel. Everything's like whatever she can do to get out of jail. And she's busted. Oh. You're right there. And here, this is a perfect example of Robin's step and fetch it.
4: Robin got on stage to Tina Turner to do what? Have to listen to this. Yes. And make it funny and make That's it right. acceptable for she, people she, to laugh.
0: Robin has, is was, the
4: ultimate fucking Uncle Tom.
0: She's a laugh Fuck track. You. Uh, she's Fuck a laugh track you. on stage, but she's not mic'd up properly, Dennis.
3: Yeah, I just remember I know Mama. Look at Boo Day's real name. That was his mm-hmm. African name. His real name was Eugene Washington. Yes. Because anybody who had a name like Washington
0: in Stern's world was automatically black. That's right, because he ripped it off of, uh, what's his name, on um, uh, Welcome Back, (laughs) Cotter. So, yeah, I mean, so this is the bit. And so it just gets, it just goes descends in more into madness. Sam?
4: So, Kevin Hart, when you come on and you're giving your, like, speeches about how great you are and how great Howard is and nobody can understand what it's like at the top, these Mm -hmm. are the bodies he had to pile on to get to the top. Enjoy. Hope you're listening.
5: What now? You want me to go
2: down there and find three women? What do you people expect? Don't tell I'm not just gonna here talking about my public family and the shit out of you. Yeah,
4: go ahead. This sounds like I don't know if you guys have ever been to like a fair where it's like. They they have the rides going and you're Mm -hmm. waiting. I mean, it's just shit. And they're like they get on the phone, they're like, Okay, now we're gonna start the ride. It's gonna be three, it's gonna be three, two, one, we're going on the ride and it's mm -hmm. like
0: a like like a shit like a shitty auctioneer. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm.
4: awful. And I mean, I go to the Erie County Fair, I don't know. (laughs) It's there's I live in Buffalo. There's nothing to do. So every year you go to the Erie County Fair, but it's always run by these carnival barkers on these rides. And of course, I'm worried that my hair is going to get like, you know... into the spokes of the back of the machine and I'm going to have my <laughs> scalp ripped off. I mean, it's goddamn garbage.
0: <laughs> on the but they world.
4: always go on the microphone and they sound exactly like that. Like this. It's, it's, just, it's, it's
0: shitty. It's shitty tube, like 80s tube mics and PA head, like PAs from uh, the, de- the denizens of fucking whatever <laughs> shit venue. And it's not like he just has a shitty voice to begin with. It's not modulated. It's straight Kermit right into a fucking trainer Base amp, and then all of a sudden, it's um, so like again, this is the other thing, Dennis. You're absolutely right. Radio bit, take it on stage because whether it works or not, this is what you're fucking getting. It's like it's Dude, one of those buffets where it's take it or nothing. Leave it. No, she's not. And
4: Robin's doing nothing,
0: and she and had th- the gall to release a book later on saying she was his co-host.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she just laughs along and prompts him with the questions, and supposedly right. her comments are. Script, but
0: I don't yeah. know if
3: that's accurate.
0: Right. It really. She's more like she really is like Lieutenant Uhura in Star Trek. She was like hailing frequencies open, sir, and that was her big line every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I think I made a Lieutenant Uhura GIF with uh, with uh, with. Let me see if I with Nichelle Nichols. Hold on, let me see one sec. Some, oh yeah, there it is. Do you guys see it? <laughs> 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 Wonderful. <laughs> so, anyway, the, that re, that reface app is worth its weight in gold. Just no nudes, guys, because the Jason Kaplan sumo got us in trouble on <laughs> the sumo. Oh, they gosh. thought that is nudity. They saw a big, like, corpulent guy as nudity, oh, and nice. we got that. She got like a strike, which is really just fucked up. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's continue with that. There's only a few minutes before we did.
5: Sure right. Check how I I a woman
4: who is on her period. Sure who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares who's on their period? Seriously. <laughs> what is this?
0: You got to go what with the bit.
4: What, what? It's like a pool where it's like if you're on your period, you're going to turn blue. It's going to follow you being i mean this is bullshit
0: <laughs> i hope florentine's listening to this and going back to his first jokes that he ever made and said you know what this is actually pretty good shit <laughs> 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 I, if, you, if you hear the first richard uh, richard Pryor album you can hear him kind of working his way into what he's going to be which is still not so it's not Horrible. It's, it's, it's decent for what it is, but it's clearly not the finished product. Howard in 2021 is still not the finished product. He's still mm-hmm. using the same shit he's used his entire life. It's amazing. How
4: is this a product?
0: Well, it's like, it's like remaindered uh, cat food.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh, we're on the Godfather 8.
0: Sorry, what? We're on the Godfather 8. this is quite the epic so robin's picking these broads go ahead sam
4: (laughs) sophia coppola definitely directed this one
0: (laughs) (laughs) great reference (laughs)
2: What? You put your right foot
4: in, you put your right foot out. I mean, what? Are we skating? Are we gonna play dice four corners right now? What the fuck is this? Uh,
5: and you
0: turn
4: yourself around.
0: Do you think Fred goes, guys, we're gonna play dodgeball now? <laughs> oh I my can't. god. Okay. <laughs> just a few more minutes. <laughs> So this like three period Monty <laughs>
3: <laughs> In Greenwich Village in Manhattan. Exactly. Uh, oh,
4: also too, these like this this messaging, how he's talking through the microphone. It's like, it's Rydell Hi. <laughs> welcome. St- <laughs> welcome, st-
0: her Carson Dude used to, to do a bit,
4: ear. and he cut. She cut her off.
0: <laughs> Carson used that's to do a brief reference in case right. anyone does not know. Carson used to do a reference when, uh, when the microphone, the boom mic, would go too far uh-huh. low, and he go, "Attention, Kmart shoppers, cat <laughs> food special <on> aisle seven. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not, that was funnier than this. <laughs>
5: Yeah. Yeah. What? Wait, what?
0: <laughs> someone's just yelling it out of the crowd yeah I don't know what he's saying it's unintelligible it's unintelligible I'm not sure I what heard it is
4: Beanie Mac and he's a okay. fan of ours
0: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah! I'm going to get down and smell your pussy. He never gets near pussy. How's, who's who's going to do the judging? Does he have a hazmat have just, suit?
3: He's going to have to use his imagination to see what it smells like.
4: <laughs> Why is this entertaining? Period, blood? What is this, fourth grade health class?
0: It's like Roy Scheider and Josh. We, we got to a come fucking down and some pack of this full shit. of
4: tampons. Like, what is this? Are you fucking kidding me? Are oh, you God. kidding me? This is entertainment. Right. This is entertainment. Also, th- this audio. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between this and like a mall announcement about your car alarm going off?
0: I, I guess they gotta find a way to crowbar Mama Lookabooba Day into the fucking show. And then you can't really hear it. And I and bet he- you I And bet-
4: here's the shuck and jive host.
0: I bet you, when you were, I bet you when you were at the show, you probably couldn't hear it very well either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though this is an audience recording. So the guys in the crowd recording this, whoever it was. And again, we cleaned it up as best we could. There's really not much you could do. And so you're hearing a lot of the, the din from the, the crowd <laughs> who are probably like 20 Budweiser's in and ready to start launching cans the way this is going. Sam?
4: But the, Yeah, exactly. So this audience has been here for how long? Their opener was
0: what? Yodeling and burping. Burping the like the Star Spangled Banner or whatever. Like 40, 42 minutes into this fucking show. Almost 43 minutes into the show. And this is what you're getting so far.
4: Yeah, their, their opening was a commercial for Previsit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me?
0: <laughs> okay, just a couple more minutes. Go ahead, Sam.
4: Honestly, if Howard, he's so desperate for laughs, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he, at this point, made Robin go on an auction block and <laughs> sold her.
0: <laughs> With a red tag special? I'm I remember not when even he went,
4: joking.
0: Dentist? When they
3: went into Washington for WJFK, they were going to do uh, the, uh, the Dealey Plaza thing, and they were going to do yeah. the ride right and have her dress as jackie o as they go through and do a fake assassination
0: well i mean that's, cool. that's yeah jfk's a sacred cow i understand that the sort of the but again it's it's a like it's one of these jokes that like okay so you dress up like that and you go through what's the joke like you're being outrageous okay fine you're you're going after some like very beloved uh, political figure in united states history but w- where's the funny That's what I'm just trying to get at. Oh, oh, you're shocking. Okay. So shock jock. Fair enough. Good. Now what's the draw?
4: Right. Just like when you would do the Ted Kennedy, you know, imitation. It's like, cool. You can kind of sort of sound like you're from somewhere.
0: So you're in drag on Letterman. Now where are the jokes? You know what I mean? Flip Wilson, Milton Burrow, they were joke machines. Well, they might have dressed up in drag, but they had scripts that they wrote. They they helped with they they designed. They had their own one liners that they you know, well Milton Burrow was a notorious joke thief, so I'm sure he's Lucy
4: doing this. and Ethel did a better job.
0: Yeah, absolutely. On
4: I Love Lucy.
0: Yeah, Dennis? Yeah, Flip Wilson did Geraldine, he
3: created a whole character. That's right. As opposed to Stern just going on there, I just remember Letterman looking at him and saying, You are the ugliest woman I've ever seen. And then he started talking more and more and just not letting his drag right. guy. But Yeah, drag. I mean, Milton Burl did it. That was his thing. It was new. But Carson
0: did it. He did Aunt Blabby, which was a pl- complete ripoff of Jonathan Winters. And yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, all these guys dressed in drag. So again, It's just, and I understand you do get ideas, you're inspired by people, but if he'd only admitted that most of the time, I don't think anybody would have had a problem that he nearly, he just definitely wouldn't have been uh, as famous because people would think, well, if you're just a copy, what the fuck am I listening to you for? Why don't I just go listen to the guy you ripped off? And Steve Dahl was still big.
4: There's a lot of things, like I still think Mrs. Doubtfire is funny, like Robin Williams' Mrs. Doubtfire. I still like that movie, like when I was a kid. And It's not as funny as an adult, but I still get what he was trying to do. And it's funny thinking nostalgically about it, I think. And I don't hate it, you know, but I don't understand what his goal is. Even like in 2015, guys, he made a Christmas card in drag. Why? Why is that funny? But I or mean, or the the whole drag of, race and everybody tootsie. and everything else in the whole world, understanding and knowing why would you do that?
0: Yes. And why ev- is it
4: funny for you to be a girl?
0: And why is he? Why is he racing towards that every chance he can get? Why? Unless that's how he really wants to dress. And that's my theory. Like he does want to cross dress constantly. Uh, Dennis
3: yeah i mean the whole premise of miss america when you open up the book Mm -hmm. on the inside it's the entire cast yes scott stuttering john gary so he's making other people do it too
0: yes because and they all got to please the boss and they like they're thinking it's a goof none of them i I always said there are two they're in the hurricane so they don't know the damage that's being caused they can't see the gay tornado because they're in (laughs) but if
4: they're in the eye
0: That's right. If they step back and they start listening to it the way we've listened to it and archived it and put it on the clips and, you know, the way we do the intros and what have you, they couldn't not see it. Although there's still some people that insist, oh, it's shtick. There's not shtick. I mean, he's playing it off his shtick, but it's covered. Like the shtick is covering his own repressed sexuality. Go ahead, Sam.
4: You're 100% right. I texted Jackie after our interview and I asked him about that. Uh, trans and like the cross dressing, mm-hmm. and he said it was a really fun day. Yes, and so to me, that uh, analogy is perfect because Dorothy is the one who went to Oz, but the rest of them just went through a tornado mm-hmm. and they're fine. And mm-hmm. she comes back from Oz. Howard's the one who is spun up in this thing, and he knows something happened, and he Goes through these motions, but the rest of them are just like, "Oh, okay, we're doing yeah. this. It's funny. It's fine. Right. We're swept up in it. We're in this movie, but we didn't. We don't see it the same way you see it. No, we're not. We're not seeing what you're right. seeing.
0: Right." And at that point, he's like, he's well in with Ralph. So, I mean, this this couldn't have got any any stronger until, you know, more recently. Dennis? And inter- oh, interesting,
4: oh, too. Jackie said he, Ralph, was a gas station attendant, not just a parking attendant.
3: He was adamant maybe, about it.
0: Maybe he did both. Uh, <laughs> well, we know who he pumps now. Uh, Dennis, you were going to say?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the Ralph thing you brought up, too. Guess that yeah. He pumped gas. He pumped and gas, it, it yeah. That gives him the, the, the ability to be Howard's stylist.
4: A stylist, <laughs> Dennis. Do you know how many <laughs> shoes and clothes I have? It's unfucking real.
0: I guess Howard I, loves, I guess he loves diesel jeans. <laughs> and oh you God. think about
4: this in a larger aspect. You're letting this guy pick out your shoes, pants, clothes, yep. everything. Yes. You're the person who dry cleans them, irons them, how you present yourself. If you look at one photo of him mm-hmm. in the last, I don't know, 15 years, he looks insane. He looks yeah. insanely bad. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind how right. anyone is. Anyone else hired Ralph? If you have, please right. call us because <laughs> it's not happening. He's gay with Ralph period. Yeah.
0: yeah. Let's let's not even fuck around. Guys, there's only about a minute left and then we'll uh, we'll go we'll call it a night. <laughs>
2: Those of you who think this is a setup, I'm going to prove that I'm right now. But bear
4: with me, Gabby, yeah, Bring
0: out my two. Bear with uh- <laughs> what?
4: Bear with you. Yeah. Bear with you. Yeah. We're listening to. <laughs> We're listening to PBS of a plane landing for comedy.
0: Landing the plane. <laughs> 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 what would Marcy think of this?
3: Okay. Oh my god. <laughs>
4: Oh my god. Oh my god. No more. Yeah. We're into the series where Michael Corleone's great grandchildren
3: (laughs) Godfather 12.
0: They just
4: decided they have a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, Kathy, what I got to do now is I'm just going to tuck these two scarves into your pants. All right.
5: No, no, no. no, no, no uh,
2: I won't hurt you. No, no, I won't no, do anything. No. Lou. Please. No, no, stay no. Wait. Well, she has to tie a knot in them. Tie a knot in them first. tie a knot. Here, you tie a knot. Believe me, it's going to be all right, Kathy. You're, You're not going to be embarrassed at all. You're going to be fucking amazed. Watch this.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to wait for the the final part of that, guys.
4: He has his pregnant wife. In the mm-hmm. audience. Yep. And two parents. Mm hmm. Are you guys um, enjoying this? <laughs> 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 what are we listening to? <laughs> Gay Boy, rock star, friends with Allison, OxyCode, North
5: Context, <laughs> <laughs> My Child, through Phil Social Worker, CNN. Off Context. Press release, Beverly oh, Hills, Luxback, like Dietrich. I like you a lot, guys. Black Diet oh. guy, Wendy's. Colin, <laughs> Colin, come on, you're great. This is great. Linda Perry, Road Songs, Patty and Samantha, Women Give, Jessica Cincy, I'm happy.
2: A D C okay.
5: yes Divine bass players.